Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Hello everybody, this is Terry from Texas again. Welcome to the 11th episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. I'm going to talk about some stories that I've touched on before during the Real Paranormal Activity podcast that I had a a bit in, but I want to touch on them again in order to connect them to a story that I will tell at the end of the show of the same vein. My wife and I have been married for almost 31 years now, and we have lived in two mobile homes on the same property. Uh, The first one we sold out in 2001 and got a new trailer in, and we've lived in this one for the past 17 years almost. And in the first trailer, I, I worked a lot of night shifts when I did security. So I was not home for a lot of activity that may have gone on, but my wife was. And my wife is not one to get scared. I mean, not one to be scared. She doesn't like to be scared. Uh, you don't just sneak up on her and go, boo, you know, she'll hit you, you know, and, and cry uh, while she's doing it. But she told me after many years now, that she used to hear voices and she used to hear sounds and get odd feelings in the old mobile home while I was at work at night. And I didn't know this or else, you know, we may have had a a dialogue about things a long time ago, but we didn't. Well, anyway, uh, 2001, we moved into this new mobile home and we have had, I have had, some weird experiences, and some of them have been with her in the house, and uh, we've had them together, and one of them started one night. We were in my bedroom. We had just finished eating supper, and we were watching TV, and the door to my bathroom, which usually rested back against the toilet, the door would stay open all the way against the toilet, Well, this door, for no reason whatsoever, begins to swing shut. And it closes all the way, and instead of bouncing off the door jamb, which you would expect maybe wind to do it, you know, the door hit the door frame, and you heard the doorknob latch shut. Well, I'm staring at the door, trying to figure out how to approach this subject and my wife calmly says well I guess he's had enough 
And I looked at her all innocent and said, He who? And she said, The ghost. I said, What ghost? She said, The one that lives in this trailer. I said, You know about this visitor? She said, Yeah. Uh, she's had apparently had heard it several times before and, and had weird feelings about it. Well, Another time, we're sitting in the bedroom, and we both had laptop computers, and she was on one table in front of the TV, and I was on another table in front of my bookcase, and you could walk directly between us to go into the bathroom. Well, we're each doing our own thing on the computer and watching TV, and all of a sudden, these footsteps come out of the bedroom. Okay, I'm sorry, come out of the bathroom and walk between us. And you could hear heel-toe, heel-toe, heel-toe. And it was a hard sole shoe. It wasn't a, you know, a sandal or anything, but it was a hard sole shoe. And it walked through my bedroom into the kitchen. You know, what do you say when that happens? Excuse us? Well, another one of the things that I would see would be someone peeking around my bedroom door frame from the kitchen. And it would be like a shadow person because there was no description, no, you know, no way to tell if it was a male or female, but it was just a figure looking around the door at me and it would pull back real quick. Well, Sometime several years ago, I was out in the pool. My wife was away on vacation with a friend, and I was out in the pool. It was, a, I think, a Wednesday evening, and the cats were outside with me. There was no one in the house, and the only light I had on was my bedroom, which you could see from the kitchen window, but only in reflection. Well... I'm enjoying myself out in the pool, just enjoying the cool water, because this was summertime. And I look up, and there's that same dark figure looking out my kitchen window at me. And when it notices me looking, it pulls back away from the window. Now, that can really catch your attention. Well, obviously I had to come in the house because the water was getting cold, so I came on in. And I was sitting on the corner of the bed about an hour later. And about an arm's length from my right ear, I heard the sound of what sounded like a gunshot. But it wasn't the loud, echoey kind. It was a very tight pop. But it was loud enough to deafen my right ear for about an hour. I didn't smell any gunpowder. I didn't see a flash. I just heard the sound. Well, anyway, again later, I was in my bedroom, and it was night, uh, fairly late at night. And I'm, I must have had the TV on because of the, the light in the room. But right beside my door that goes into the kitchen... I looked up, and if you've ever seen a movie that's projected through smoke or dust, 
you know, you can see the figures on the on the smoke or the dust. Well, I saw the figure of a woman in a high-necked, lace-topped, uh, Victorian at, at best, late 1800s type dress. And it was just a wisp, you know, just gone there and gone. And then another time in my bedroom, I had just put something on my bookcase and straightened up to look toward the, the kitchen door. And a wispy smoke or mist or something rose up off my floor and went through the door into the kitchen. Now, we had no airflow. Uh, I had a ceiling fan going, but that wouldn't have done it that way. There was no airflow per se drifting from one room to the other. I don't know what the smoke or mist was. Uh, it just happened. That's the only time I've ever seen that. But the new story that I want to add to this is something that happened recently. And it happened several times to me. Now, I have floaters in my eye, and I know that. Uh, number one, I am diabetic, so I'm going to have some eye problems. But this was not an eye problem. This was something I saw, but this was not something I believe was, if you'll pardon the expression, flesh and blood live. This is something that I believe was, was either psychic or absolutely paranormal or supernatural for that matter. And, and yes, I do differentiate between the three, but I don't want to go into that now. Anyway, I walked into my bedroom, and maybe I need to change rooms, but I walked into my bedroom, and I walked to the end of the bed where the TV is, and I was going to turn the TV on. Well, as I looked down at the TV, to, or to get the, the remote control for the TV, this little brown thing, like ran out from under my foot and under the chair where the TV sits. And it was flat and square, like a tile. But it had like brown and white fur like a mouse might have. No tail, no face, no feet. But it moved like you would think a flying carpet would, undulating, you know, just across the floor, and it disappeared. Well, I thought, okay, maybe I'm just seeing things. Well, sometime later, I was in a local store, and I reached for something up on the counter, and as I did, this little flat brown thing ran up my arm. Now, I didn't feel it, but it ran up my arm and onto the shelf and disappeared into the shelving. I don't know what these things are. I've never heard of anything like this. But I saw them. Now, I think they're malicious. And the reason I say that is, I've got power plugs on either side of the door, down at the bottom, going into the bathroom. And the one on my left is beside a bookcase, and the, there are power cords plugged into that socket, and they go around the front of the bookcase and under the chairs where the TV sets. They're well out of the way. 
They're straight from the wall under the chairs. And I was walking into the bathroom, and I heard a strange noise, and I didn't think to look down. I just figured it was the door making a racket. And as I took a step forward, it was like something yanked my left leg back and pulled it out from under me, and I fell into the bathroom. And I landed with my right forearm on the sink counter. And I, I twisted as I fell and landed on my backside, but my right arm had been, not twisted, but bent upwards from the shoulder to a point where my arm went numb. And I just knew, well, shoot, I broke my arm. And I knew I was going to be in trouble if that was the case. Although it was my right arm and I am left-handed, I do a lot of things right-handed. So I lay there for a minute or two and finally was able to get up. I had a couple of carpet burns on my right knee, but that, you know, there's nothing about that. But my arm was numb to the point where I couldn't even use it. I had to move it with my left hand. So I walked around with my right arm up against my chest for two days. I looked like the mummy with my arm up there. But what happened was these power cords which were out of the way were suddenly wrapped around my left ankle as I stepped into the bathroom. Now I step about eight inches away from where the power cords are. So there's no reason why I would have mixed myself up and caught my foot on those power cords. But now, since that happened, I have not seen them anymore. And I don't know if they were just there for the, for the few days that I saw them and they did this thing to me or if it was something unrelated, but I swear those little flat rats did it to me. Now, that's my story. And, and yes, I'm sticking to it because it happened to me. So that's what I have for this week. Those are my stories. I'm sorry if some of you have heard these stories before, but I wanted to recap them to attach them to the last one. Um, I thank you for listening. I thank Aaron over at Real Paranormal Activity for giving me this chance on the, on the uh, internet, on the podcast. And I really appreciate his help in everything he does for me. Um... You can listen to the Real Paranormal Activity podcast on iHeartRadio or on YouTube or go to their website, Real Paranormal Activity. Uh, listen to it on Monday nights. They, they do a good show telling other people's stories, having other people tell their stories, and some interviews that they've had on there. Aaron's a real good guy, and I really enjoy listening to his show. And thank you, Britt, for the work behind the scenes. Um, silent Britt. Uh, but thank you for all the help you've been to me over the past few weeks. I would like to hear from my listeners. Anybody have anything like this that they might be able to share with me? They want to share? 
they may something may have dawned on them that hey somebody else had this situation too i have never heard anything like this this little flat rat thing that i've seen a few times but i would like to hear the listeners response to the story i would like to see what people think about it um any suggestions you know i I'm, I'm open uh, i just don't know what to think about this thing but I would like to hear from the listeners, and you can t- you can contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook, or at Terry's Mysterious Moments at Gmail dot com. And again, that's Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook, or Terry's Mysterious Moments at Gmail dot com. I'm open for all kinds of stories. Uh, just because I don't tell ghost stories much doesn't mean I don't want to. It's just that I don't have many more. So anybody wants to have their story told, you can contact me. It's okay. Again, listen to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast on Monday nights. Listen to my show on Wednesdays. Get your fill. Go to my website, see my smiling face. Not my website, but my Facebook page and see my smiling face. And share your story with me. I'd appreciate that. Well, folks, it's getting late. I would like to wish you a wonderful night, a wonderful week. And we'll see you next time.